Things have gotten worse between Russia and Ukraine all weekend, and today, Vladimir Putin invented two new countries just so he could invade them. Plausibly live, at a time of your choosing, the Shani Mac Show begins right now. Hey, welcome to the program. My name is Shani Mac. It's a pleasure to have you with us. As you know, here in the U.S., today is President's Day, where we take some time to celebrate the birthdays of two of our greatest presidents. Obviously, I'm talking about Morgan Freeman and Martin Sheen, because without those guys, we never would have... What? Why? (sighs) Okay, I don't know what those guys ever did, but I'm being told that today is actually not about Sheen and Freeman, it's about Washington and Lincoln. Although I got to tell you, the Bartlett administration will always be real to me, damn it. Okay, so while we celebrate two of our greatest presidents with legendary mattress sales, someone else's president was awfully active over the weekend. He's beaten everybody else. He considered himself as an emperor. The most powerful person in the world. Vladimir Putin tops your list again. A man who knows what he wants and knows how to get. World's most powerful. Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. 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 Wow. What a renaissance man. Where does he have the time? What else has he been up to, though? They've been training in next-door Belarus, just a few hours' drive from the Ukrainian capital. The drills should have ended, but instead they've been extended, raising Western fears that an invasion is imminent. Yeesh. Oh, yeah, that can't be good. He seems so cool on that video. Unfortunately and terrifyingly, Russia continues to mobilize a large force toward the border with Ukraine. In addition to the 30,000 troops that it will now indefinitely station in what has basically become their proxy state of Belarus, satellite pictures released over the weekend show multiple Russian units mobilizing outside their stations and training grounds and positioning themselves along the tree lines around the border. So they're either poising to invade, or they're just playing the most ill-timed game of hide-and-seek ever. Okay, Vlad, here's how we play. We disappear into the trees, and then you count, and you come and find us. No cheating. Are you ready? As one might expect, this region, along with most of the European continent, is on high alert with some officials even claiming that the Kremlin has already given the order to invade Ukraine, while the U.S. and its NATO allies insist that there will be consequences, including very painful economic sanctions on Vladimir Putin's Russia, which would namely stop them from exporting their only real economic token, oil and natural gas, old Vlad has himself a little bit of a counter to that their threat. Russia puts 11 million barrels of oil uh, on the market every day, so gas prices could spike. There could be global supply chain disruptions. We all know the story of inflation. But I think the broader picture is the Biden administration is making clear that if that happens, it's clearly Russia's fault. Oh, right. Short of sending troops in to defend Ukraine, maybe the best deterrent that the West has against the invasion would be the economic sanctions. But... 
domestic political concerns for the Biden administration cannot be ignored as many places in the country are already seeing gas prices skyrocket. And this little nugget of information might just perfectly explain the flawed logic in the approach here, a concept which is not at all lost on Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. And we are being told that you have several days and then the war will start. And I said, okay, then apply the sanctions today. Yes, they say, we apply sanctions when the war will happen. I'm saying... Fine, but you are telling me that it's 100% that the war will start in a couple of days. When Then what are you waiting for? We don't need your sanctions after the bombardment will happen and after our country will be fired at or after we will have no borders and after we will have no economy or parts of our countries will be occupied. Why would we need those sanctions then? Yes, the U.S. and other Western countries, but mostly us, have been chirping for weeks now that the invasion of Ukraine from Russia is imminent. We even made a little bridesmaid proposal for last Wednesday. But for all that public insistence, we have yet to punish Russia for the terrible thing we claim we know they're about to do. Say you were just sitting at your house, minding your own business, and you got a call from the sheriff. And the sheriff said, Wayne, I'm assuming your name is Wayne for the sake of this conversation. This is the sheriff's department. We've got it on good authority that this Wednesday someone's going to come over and ransack your house. And you would say, well, what makes you so sure? Why do you say that? And the sheriff said, oh, no, we don't like to give away any of our secret information. Just trust us. It's, it's going to happen. And you said, okay, well, if you are so sure that it's going to happen, can you maybe protect, protect me preemptively? Maybe go to this person's house and arrest them? And the sheriff says, no, no, we don't really want to do any of that. It really put us out to do something like that. We're just going to keep talking to him and hope he calms down and decides not to go through with it. You, Wayne, would not be all that thrilled with that. So Russia certainly seems to do something along the border with Ukraine, which President Biden continues to shout. Yes. Not, I, my sense this will happen in the next several days. What are the things that book Is there any what? diplomatic path still available? Yes, there is. There's a clear diplomatic path. That's why I asked Senator, uh, Senator uh, Secretary Blinken to go to the United Nations and make his statement today. He'll lay out what that path is. I've laid out a path to Putin as well uh, on, I think, Sunday. And so there is a path. There is a way through this. Are you going to call Putin? Will you speak to Putin Are you going to call Putin? I'm not calling Putin. I have no plans to call Putin right now. Why is this setup still a thing? I've never understood this. Why can't the media scramble just happen inside the White House? Why do we continue to insist that the president discuss tense geopolitical conflicts the same way I used to order a PBR over an ACDC song in college? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, two, please? Can I have two PBRs, please? No, 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 cans are fine. I'm driving tonight. President Biden says he has not spoken to Vladimir Putin about the developments in Ukraine, but if it comes down to it, he would be willing to talk to Putin directly. And that's where the story really picked up today. Because French President and Liam Neeson movie villain Emmanuel Macron did his best to work a little 11th-hour 
diplomatic magic. This is news within the last hour or so. Um, so we heard initially from the French uh, that the Americans and the Russians had agreed to this summit meeting. This uh, it came out of a meeting, uh, a call that President Macron had yesterday with President Putin in which he proposed this summit. Um, and uh, since the French statement, we have indeed heard confirmation from the White House that President Biden has agreed to this. Uh, it's likely that this will be sometime in the next week or two. We don't have a date yet. So, as of this morning, President Biden and Vladimir Putin had agreed, quote-unquote, in principle, whatever that means, to an in-person summit this week or next. The U.S. says that that summit is contingent upon Russia not invading Ukraine, which makes sense. I don't really know what you would say in a summit after the invasion. Hey, Vlad, come on, man. You can't just take Ukraine. You know the deal. Come on. And Vlad would just say, I've already invaded. Kiev is a resort now. I put in a spa. After the discussion of the potential discussion was made public this morning, Vladimir Putin addressed his security council and made a very profound move that may have hurt his chances to go fishing with Grandpa Joe. Putin has told a televised meeting of his Security Council that Ukraine is being used as a tool against Russia, presenting a major and dangerous threat to his country. He made the remarks in a rare public gathering with his ministers and security officials. Mr. Putin also asked the meeting to consider an appeal for recognition by the two breakaway regions of Ukraine, controlled by Russian-backed separatists. Here's what the Russian leader had to say. Our goal is to listen to our colleagues and determine our next steps in this direction, bearing in mind both appeals of the leaders of the Donetsk People's Republic and Luhansk People's Republic to recognize their independence. And now it's about to get complicated. Putin has decided that he would now just recognize two small regions of eastern Ukraine, which have been in a form of civil war for years now. Both areas are nominally run by Russian separatist groups, but those groups don't control all of the territory within those regions. Now, this is a huge deal, because if Russia recognizes these two regions as separate sovereign nations, Putin could then just declare interest for the Russian people because of their cultural ties, and then send in forces to back the separatists in their fight against Ukraine, which would essentially be like an invasion, but insisting that it's not an invasion. He's just defending sovereign territory and Russian interests from an aggressor, which in this case would be Ukraine, which Ukraine would like to remind you it very much is not because it is still within the borders of their country. And late this afternoon, Putin deployed Russian troops to these new states that he just invented for what he called, quote-unquote, peacekeeping purposes, which is kind of how you would frame it whenever you brought your loser boyfriend over to eat dinner with your parents for the first time. Sure, it's going to start out respectful enough, but when you let them know that you have turned down the internship to tour with the boyfriend's band in their minivan all summer, shit's going to escalate. So... As of tonight, Vladimir Putin has invented two new countries and deployed troops to them. The West is desperate for all of this to end without any major economic fallout. And all the while, Ukraine is stuck in the middle with a gun to its head. Regardless of how this ends, this proud country and her proud people will never be quite the same. 
That's our show. Please be sure to like our videos and make sure that you're subscribed to our channel on YouTube. Remember, you can download the show anytime on all the major podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And if you think we've earned it, please go ahead and leave us a five-star review. And most importantly, please be sure that you tell your friends about the show. Go ahead, share our videos, and share our episodes so you can help us grow the show. We're back tomorrow night at 9 with an all-new episode. So we will see you then. Have a great night.